Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 3 of Gerard at Large. I am your ever-humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. As you know, you can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us, because we just want to be loved. All right. So, I I will say this just to sort of wrap up... um, on the conversation we had with David Mara, advisor to the governor on addiction and behavioral health, also known as the drugs are. Uh, I'm sure there's some knucklehead out there who monitors this show for the sole purpose of cutting out, you know, 13 second clips out of, uh, you know, extended discussions to try to make me look like some sort of heartless scoundrel. Uh, but here's the thing. I will never shy away from opening a dialogue uh, on the important issues facing this city, state, and nation, even if it means I have to put up with a bunch of cheap shot artists who try to turn me into the second coming of uh, the Prince of Darkness. And so uh, we will continue to have these conversations. And much of what I raised, frankly, uh, were inquiries made by our large and loyal listening audience as this uh, thing unfolded. And I think it's fair to question whether or not the things that are being done are uh, things that are solving the problem. And if not, uh, why not? I, I have spoken with Bob O'Sullivan. Uh, it's just a matter of getting our schedules together. I will have him on the air to talk about what he calls his thirty sixty ninety plan. I will say this about it. I'm not opposed to it. But I don't know that I'm in favor of it either because I don't understand the mechanics of how it could work or what it could mean. But it seems to me if lives are at stake, if lives are on the line, if resources are scarce and they're being overwhelmed, uh, then we probably have to entertain things that at first glance might not seem appropriate based on our current way of thinking or doing things, but may in fact be part of the puzzle uh, that uh, a part part of the solution to this very intricate puzzle with an unknown number of pieces of varying shapes and sizes. So that said, let's move on, shall we? I received uh, from a member of our large and loyal listening audience a link to the uh, union leaders coverage of the debate held between Mayor Gatsis and Joyce Craig um, on a rival radio station. And I don't mind saying it was on WGIR with Jack Heath. You know, I will say this. You know, Joyce Craig made a bunch of demands uh, to the mayor on debates, and he basically gave her everything she wanted. I am disappointed that the mayor didn't use uh, the opportunity to leverage a debate on this radio show, uh, which Joyce Craig has refused multiple invitations. You know, Joyce Craig likes to send out fundraising memos to her uh, to her faithful, you know, accusing uh, Rich Gerard of lying about her on the radio show, but she never accepts the op- the, the the invitation to come on this radio show and explain to me and my audience where I've lied about her or her record. So I would have, uh, you know, and who knows, maybe he tried. I haven't talked to him about it, but, you know, he basically agreed to everything she wanted in terms of debates and where she wanted it. I'm, I am, I will express my disappointment that he didn't take the opportunity to say, sure, I'll do them all, but you got to do one on Gerard's show. And just to make sure it was fair, I would have had somebody from whatever media outlet she wanted to ride shotgun with me and co-host the uh, co-host the event. But that uh, notwithstanding, 
there was something that caught my eye in the union leaders coverage here, which I think points to the ongoing deception that uh, Joyce Craig complains about. And it, it doesn't surprise me that she has this ongoing deception because she engages in the practices that she accuses other people of engaging in against her. So there's this bullet point here where Gatsis said the schools will save $100,000 a year. Uh, okay. Another issue dealt with was whether administrators will get air conditioning when they move to empty space in the third floor of West High School. Gatsis said the schools will save $100,000 a year in the move, but Craig said Gatsis wants to spend a million dollars to retrofit the space to upgrade electricity and heating and provide air conditioning. The money would be better spent on students, she said. If the third floor was fine for students for their classes, why is it not fine for the administration, Craig said. And stuff like this makes me mental because, you know, there's enough truth in it to make it plausible, but there is not enough truth in it to make it truthful. Now, as somebody who has raised... Uh, some objections to some of the initial plans. Let's let's take a look at what we're looking at here. You've got a building in West High School that's got roughly 850 kids. Before the renovations that added, it was either 12 or 17 classrooms, that school held between 23 and 2,400 kids year after year after year. You literally have a school operating at one-third of its capacity. And the space at West High School, whether you like to admit it or not, is a solution to some of the district's overall spatial needs and a solution to some of its budget issues. It makes sense to move the district offices into the third floor at West High School. And I think Joyce Craig is actually echoing me because in the meeting at which Dr. Vargas brought the renovation plans to the building to us and some of the things that are in there, I basically said, look, if it was good enough for our students, it should be good enough for the administrators. But that wasn't about air conditioning. Now, do I think maybe they should not have air conditioning? You know, I go back and forth on that, but I'm mindful of the fact that we are in school from the beginning of September to the beginning of June, and generally speaking, avoid the high heat of summer. You're not going to avoid the hot heat of summer when you're in there in late June, July, and August, and you still have to do the district's work. So do I think it's appropriate for the school district to want to air condition the 19,000 square feet of space it's going to use at West High School for offices. Yes, I do. I don't think Joyce Craig would work on the third floor of West High School in August when it's 115 degrees and think that that was a professional viable argument. And let's remember that part of what the district has to take care of is its central computer facilities, which cannot function in temperatures that aren't controlled. Will there need to be electricity upgrades? Yes, there will. The uses of an office that operates 
365 days a year, it has multiple people using electronic devices is a much different demand than a classroom. There simply aren't enough electrical outlets in these these classrooms that are going to be converted into office space. They're not making any changes to the heating that I know of. The building heat works just fine. But to somehow suggest that this million dollars is being taken away from the children is wrong. Because in spending the million dollars, which would be bonded money, not operating cash, to retrofit West High School, you're going to save annually at least $100,000 a year in operational expenses. That's $100,000 a year that can go directly into the classroom. Doesn't sound like much, but basically the math works out to two entry-level teachers. So if you were to spend that million dollars on kids, it wouldn't save you any money. Or if you were to spend that million dollars on school facilities for kids, it wouldn't save you any money. In fact, it would add $80,000 a year to your current cost structure. And that would be that would be money taken away from kids. Joyce Craig was a school board member. She worked on budgets as an alderman. She knows this. And yet she she makes it look like we're ripping a million dollars worth of textbooks out of the hands of the children. So that high paid staff can have air conditioning. Well, if it's good enough, not for students to be, you know, there are a lot of people who think that school should be year round. My father, God rest his soul, was an advocate of extending the school year to 220 days. But as an administrator who worked at Southside Junior High School through the dog days of summer, he also said if you were going to do that, there would need to be major retrofitting of all of the district's buildings so that they were air conditioned, so that the environment was conducive, if kids were going to be in classrooms in the building, to kids and teachers being in classrooms in the building. You know, if you recall, this when we had that, uh, that heat snap in September, Remember that? People were taking pictures of the thermostats at Central High School and sending them to school board members. You know why? Because the temperatures were 115 degrees. Now that said... Do I think the, uh, you know, the proposal that uh, the initial proposal that Dr. Vargas brought to our attention contained unnecessary items? Yes, I do. And I said so at the time, and I'll say it again. I don't think they should remove the lockers in the hallway. You know, uh, primarily, primarily because there's asbestos in the floor tiles. And right now the asbestos is considered contained because the floor tiles aren't damaged. You pull lockers out, you're going to damage, you're going to damage floor tiles. Sorry, no two ways around that, folks. They even have asbestos remediation, small amounts, built into <laughs> built into the proposed project cost. You know what I think they should do with those lockers? I think they should find a shop class at West or at the School of Technology, and I think they should set up, we're all about project-based learning, right? Nod your head at me, Josh. We're all about project-based learning, right? What a great project it would be for kids who go to shop class, if I can use that term still without, in, you know, uh, suffering the pains of uh, the politically correct. I think they should use the shop classes at West. They used to call it, uh, I, I don't remember if there was a metal class. I think it was metal, metal shop where they, you know, where they, 
Or if they don't have it at West anymore, they have it at the School of Technology, make it a project. Fix those things up. Make them operational. Take out the dents and dings. And then West has got some absolutely phenomenal art classes. I can say that firsthand because my daughter, my older daughter, my eldest daughter, is a fantastic artist and she's been in those classes and the work she did in those classes exceptional so i'm thinking hey let's let's use those lockers as a point of pride first of all let's not rip them out so we create an asbestos problem that will probably be bigger than we anticipate second of all let's leave i mean those lockers could be functional for the employees of the district Can you imagine if the employees of the district had a place to hang their coat, put their purse, you know, put their boots in the winter so they could put on their, you know, their, their work shoes, et cetera, et cetera. Those lockers could be functional, but let's, let's pound them out. Let's make them look good. Let's get the, 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 the metal kids. We'll call them the metal kids, not to be confused with the heavy metal rockers of my day, you know, back in the eighties, heavy metal, very funny scene, by the way, in Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Hey, Ted, heavy metal. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So let it be a project and then have the art classes at West come in and take those lockers and the whole wall that, that, that those lockers are on and turn them into some sort of phenomenal mural about West High School or whatever so that anybody coming to visit the district offices, this is a point of pride. Dr. Vargas, whoever it is, can say, and I want you to take a look at your surroundings, the kids at West High School or the kids from the Manchester School of Technology, they made these lockers wonderful, functional, they fixed them all up, and the art classes at West High School, well, it speaks for itself, doesn't it? You know, and some of the other stuff, you know, I know why they put it in there, but you know what, we don't really need to... We don't really need to redo the flooring and the stairwells just because people will now be coming to district offices. Uh, we, We don't need to be running carpets down the hallway, stuff like that. That's where I said, hey, listen, if if the floors in the hallways are good enough for the, uh, you know, for the kids, they're good enough for anybody who will come in. But to to somehow suggest, though, that the million dollars being spent on these renovations is being done at the expense of the children is opposed to reality, diametrically wrong. And if Joyce Craig doesn't know better, she should. It's not like she's a rookie in this game. And so once again, though, she latches on to something that is detrimental to the cause that will make things better. And in the next segment, she's got some bizarre attack on the School of Technology, which, by the way, is a reprise of, uh, of the attack she launched on it two years ago. Which shows she's not above setting one school in this city against the others for her own political purposes while she tries to mobilize potentially outraged parents at Central Memorial and West at how the loss of resources they suffered because of the expansion of this teeny tiny school of technology is just not right. Well, guess what, Joyce? Three minutes from now, we're going to be pointing out what's really not right. This is Gerard at Large. 